Hello to all of you out there. I am Ulrike Seminati, host of the podcast Empowering Female Leaders for Women Who Want to Thrive. Every week you will get new perspectives, exciting insights, and empowering messages of women from all over the globe. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Empowering Female Leaders. I am pleased to welcome today Daniela Sulek. She helps renowned leaders of the business and spiritual world move into the permanent state of ease and joy by transcending from the conditioned human to the consciousness of the true self. They shift into effortlessly creating by being instead of creating by doing. About 1% of the world's population functions primarily at this level of consciousness. Daniela sees through the illusion of rigid physical reality and ridicule of human conditioning. She has been creating massive physical, mental and emotional shifts for herself and her client. Daniela, I'm very excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me, Ulrike. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really, really amazing. And I know that many people in the audience, and me including, we are on a permanent surge of It's somehow going beyond our own limits because we feel that we make ourselves smaller very often throughout the day and that we probably do not reach the potential we are dreaming of because there's something that is holding us back and it's kind of like prisoners of our own mind, of our own beliefs and of all of that. You say that turning away from reality and becoming self-aware in each moment is very, very important and that self-awareness is magic. What exactly do you mean by that? Everything that is happening in your reality is happening for your self-awareness. So people uh, believe that things are kind of happening randomly and then we have actually control over things, how they are happening and with our decisions, actions, thinking, strategizing, planning or not doing anything. And that the, the results are based on all that. That is absolutely false belief system. And that mind creates for us in this uh, time-space reality. The truth is that everything is unfolding naturally. And all we need to do is to observe what is unfolding. And every single moment in your life, every single minute, every single hour, every single now, is synchronized with the rest of the world and is there for your self-awareness. What does it mean? It's, it is there to, for you to find out who you truly are. And you cannot do it without being self-aware in each moment. So that is what that sentence means. And that the awareness is magic because the awareness is the only thing that is. Again. We believe that we are humans or people who create something by actions. That's not true. We only can be either aware or we are not aware, meaning we are unconscious, functioning as a person who believes that they create by actions. The moment you shift into the full awareness and especially self-awareness of yourself, you shift into a different parallel reality where you will see that the reality is very moldable, very flexible, 
and literally your dreams will come true or are coming through very effortlessly. That means that awareness is magic. Well, that sounds like a really great concept. <laughs> when the conditioned mind is a concept for when the mind is still and becomes still, or as I say, when the mind jobs, that is the true nature of reality one sees. You say that it's then easy to achieve our goals and that it's effortlessly, then we do that with joy because probably we feel much more freedom, we feel lighter and all of that. How can we imagine that? Is it one of these shifts that is happening at some point when you work with yourself for a while and suddenly there's a click and something changes? Or is it a very smooth, long process and one day you realize, wow, I really transformed myself? It can be both. It can be both. So I've seen people who met me and or, or interacted with me. There are people who had a literally instant shift of recognition of the true self and the true, true reality. And so it happened literally instantly. And for some, it's a very subtle change within a weeks or a couple of months. And then they shift, the mind drops, and then they shift into the state of higher consciousness that those are people I work with and it just changes their, not only their inner state, but also their outer state, meaning their body goes into a full balance. They are living in a state of peace and they create effortlessly, which means they do not work hard or hustle, but their reality reflects their new state. In very simple words, their reality because they know who they are and they no longer function on a false belief system of being a human who needs to work and create with actions, their reality effortlessly shifts because they now know that they don't need to do anything. I've seen that you're combining neurophysiology, energy medicine, quantum physics, metaphysics, so several concepts that are based on science, because I can imagine that for some people, this sounds like, whoa, that's very esoteric. I don't know how to deal with that. How is that actually working? Is it because you speak to people, you ask them questions and they create this higher awareness that this shift is happening? Or what's the process to get there? That's a very good question. And the process and really what you mentioned, all the science, neurophysics, energy physics, is really just to satisfy people's mind when there is something that, ooh, that I'm doing is a very natural process of being. So yes, I do give pointers to people in terms of what the mind is doing and how the mind tricks us into believing us that we are this human who needs to work, work, work and sacrifice their whole life and really strive hard to achieve goals and their desires and what they need to do to shift into the higher state of consciousness. So really every minute of your life or every second of your life, you're either in the mind and the mind is programmed with the belief system, with your memories, with your current self-identity of who you are, with the experiences and with the beliefs and views, how the world functions and the, how you fit into this world. That's the state most of the humanity functions on. When the mind becomes passive, all that is gone. You no longer self-identify yourself with a person who does something 
or create something, you'll see the true nature of reality, which means you see and perceive things happening very synchronized with everyone else and all with all the events around you. And you are literally just a witness of all it. And everything is happening for you the way you want. But at the same time, you don't push anything or you don't force anything because you realize that even if you would push anything, want to push anything or force, that would be the human doing it. That doesn't work like that. So basically, all the anxiety, all the stress, all the suffering humans create on this planet is because they falsely believe that they actually have control over anything. So even when you ask me, oh, how does that happen, the shift? Well, it happens. There are millions of spiritual people on a spiritual journey who do full moon rituals and Reiki healing and trying to find their true self and connect with their higher self and all these things. Again, a false belief system, the mind believes that they need to get somewhere to get it to achieve, you know, just like a business person achieves a revenue or goal. So that is the illusion the mind creates for us. And that is what makes it difficult to understand as well, because we are coming from this mindset of doing. We all live in this world of doing, like you say, we think we have to do something to achieve something. We are raised like that because again, who is raising us or who is teaching us that are the humans. So literally we learn by looking at the other people and like, oh, okay, this, this is how I do things. This is how I survive in this society. This is how I survive on this earth. I need to take care of myself. I need to create something. I need to reach my goals. I need to fit in. So, and now the mind has, over the years, the mind has created this self-identity and the programs of this is how I function. This is how I need to function. That belief system can go only when the mind gets still. How do we calm the mind down? Because the mind is very powerful. It's always coming back. And that's what I experience, at least when I work on myself, that my mind is always coming back. Wanting to take over this control, like you say, for the sake of security or for avoiding pain or whatever we want to do with that. How can we, can we permanently calm down that mind and really reach yeah. that state of being? Absolutely. So the mind is very powerful only, uh, that's a very good question, by the way. The mind is very powerful only when you believe that the mind is very powerful. And the mind convinces you that it's very powerful. And the second point I would make is that you cannot control your mind and you can never ever win over your mind. You can only observe what the mind is doing. And once you shift from the control or force to observing what the mind is doing, now the mind has no power over you because no matter what the mind is telling you, you can just simply look at it as a movie. And you have a choice to go and play that act and join the mind. And it's literally stories. When I work with people, I'm like, it's, it's just a story. It's just as a story. Let's say you think about the future, about your next big project, how it will turn out, what needs to be, what can go wrong, what happens if it goes wrong. That future doesn't exist. Where is that future? It doesn't. It, it's not. So 
when you're entertaining the mind, meaning you're joining the mind in its stories, you become this character in the story. And now you feel the anxiety, you feel the stress, and now you're trying to control it. But meantime, you may be cooking dinner, right? So you are not where you are cooking dinner. You are in this illusion, in this is illusory future the mind has created for you. So if you become self-aware, that's back to the self-awareness we mentioned. If you become aware that, oh, the mind is now giving me some kind of stories and I'm actually cutting vegetables. So, okay, I'm going to just recognize it. I'm going to just become aware of it, but I'm not going to join the mind. It's like a toddler. Like literally, it's like a toddler that has a tantrum. You experience a toddler that has a tantrum. The moment you join the toddler in her or uh, his tantrum, well, you're there and you just go and go and go. But if you just observe the toddler, like, okay, wow. And I'll just wait. I'll just see what happens. Which, okay. So he's throwing himself on the floor and jumping and, and whatever. Okay. Now the toddler doesn't have a power over you. Now you watch it happening. And what the toddler does when it doesn't have attention, it calms down because there is no reaction. So it's like, oh, mom is not paying attention to me. So I better stop this behavior and I just go play. But the moment you join the toddler in his or her tantrum, ooh, there is attention. So we create more tantrum. Like that's a very simple analogy of the mind. So it's your attention to the mind stories that creates more stories, and then your body reacts with the anxiety and stress. Yeah, I see what you mean, this mechanism. I see it. I see it happening in my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I see exactly what you mean. The more you want to somehow get rid of this anxiety or the thoughts you might have or the worries about the future or what, whatever it is, the more they take place in your head and yeah. the more space they take. That's right. How can you better feel that person who is observing the toddler? Because I have that feeling that for most people, for me too, actually, the mind is like burying that person and pushing it so far into the background somewhere that it's very hard to reach that, that part of myself. So that part of myself can actually really observe. You know, it, it feels a bit like as if the mind is anyway taking over everything, every little square millimeter somehow of my personal space. And it's very hard to see through it and to be in this observation position. What is the technique to better feel that observation person, let's call it like that? That's an amazing question. So you observe the person. To get to that person or to get out of the mind is to observe the mind and also to observe the conditioned person because the conditioned person is the mind. When I say the mind, it's not only thought but also emotions. Because the moment we have some stories, so let's say about the project I said, right? Like uh, how it will work out. What if something goes wrong? Now my career will be damaged or is threatened or whatever. We can uh, take it on relationship. We can take it on career. We can take it on business, money, anything. Now your body reacts. The body is conditioned to the mind and the mind controls the body. They're literally uh, brain patterns. So... Now your body reacts a certain way. So maybe you have a chin tightening, maybe um, your heart rate increases, right? So now you observe the body. You don't not only observe, you, you become aware 
back to the self-awareness, that self-awareness that you mentioned at the beginning that I write and speak about. You observe the thoughts and you observe, you become self-aware of the body. So, oh, like literally, okay, let's do it now. You can do it now. You want to do it now? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so you may not have stress now, but maybe you have questions which I may or may not answer or, or may or may not give you an answer that you fully got. So can you become aware of the thoughts you have and the questions you have? And maybe things like, well, I don't get this or, or I get it some way. And can you become aware of your body, how it reacts? Like right now in this moment, you can close your eyes. Like what it is that, how it is that your body is reacting to this moment, to this conversation. Because there is always certain reaction. Otherwise, you would be in a state of complete peace. So whether it's an excitement, because we are talking and it creates certain excitement in you, or whether it's a doubt, whether it's a fear, anything that it is, or whether it's how do I get it. But there is something that is in your body. So the, the process of self-awareness is that you become aware of the whatever it is. And you don't need to label it as, oh, my chest is tightened. Or you just literally witness what your body is doing right now in this moment. And maybe now it's a bit of difficult because we are having this amazing conversation. But when you are in a state of stress, so let's say you receive uh, some negative news about their loved one, about the health, or yeah, or there is a deadline uh, for your project and you don't know whether you will make it or not, or anything, any challenge you observe now, now you go, and now the, the conditioned body is very visible, very visible because you are aware of what is going on and that needs to be observed. That is what I mean that every moment your reality is being created for you to become aware of yourself. Literally in simple words, any challenge, anything that is going in your life is there for you to become aware of your condition. Ooh, I'm reacting with stress and my body is stressed and I have a headache, tension or tightening in the chest or something like that. Is it then by observing this for a longer time or constantly or every day that we can start making this shift towards more awareness, to more being in the being instead of the doing? Yes, yes, because you're you're either in the state of mind, which means you're literally joining the toddler and, and joining the mind in the story of, oh, this is happening and I need to, I need to call this person. I need to do this, 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 this. And you are in that future, which doesn't exist yet, or you are in the state of awareness where you are fully aware what the mind is doing and how your body is reacting. In that state, that is your natural state, the state of awareness, the state of witnessing. In that state, no matter what is going on with your body and mind, if you practice it consistently, the mind, first of all, the mind will shift. And second of all, you will achieve peace no matter what is going on. So then your body can have some reactions because there may be 
30, 40, 50, 60 years of conditioning, but you are this full awareness and peace beyond, behind that reaction. And that peace and that state shifts the body into the peace. So in the state of mind, people literally stay for weeks, months, or years in anxiety or in stress. While in the state of full awareness, it literally can take split of the subconscious when you become aware of the conditioned body and now you no longer feel it. So you are in a constant state of peace. Is that an exercise or like an assignment that you recommend for people who want to go on that path? Is that a main thing to do? Yeah, awareness is all that is. So that's your natural state. And what that does is you no longer function as a conditioned human who believes that they need to react to reality and they actually who believes that they have any control over reality with their actions or decisions. So for example, what kind of decision about investment I make or where do I go for vacation or which person to marry or whatever. Where do I send kids to school? You have no control over it, but you believe that you do. When you practice the self-awareness, you realize that you have no control and that things are happening and that every moment in your reality is happening for you to be self-aware. So when you practice that, you no longer, you will stop creating the situations that call you to be self-aware. And now you shift into a parallel reality where it's really easy and effortless and you just chill and fully enjoy life. How can I imagine that when you have reached that state and for example, you still have to earn money, you still have to have a job in a certain way, you still have to pay your rent or whatever and all of that's that. That's a belief system. You still have to earn money. Uh, that, that's a belief system that you need to do something to, or to, for the money to come. You still uh, need to work. You know, you don't. The money comes. Do you interact with people? Yeah, but it's not work. You interact with people. And you no longer strategize or have this uh, view of, well, I'm going to this meeting or call with this person because there is a potential for money. No, you're just being yourself. You're just having discussion. You're just literally being you and saying your truth, no matter what it is. And the money comes to you, not necessarily from that person you interact with. The money may come and will come from a completely different direction, but there is always money coming. Because now you no longer exist on the belief system of the human who needs to earn money for living. That is a false belief system and that is the false self-identity the mind creates that we came here to earn money. You are here for all the only reason to become self-aware of who you are and literally to drop your false identity. Once the mind goes and your false identity drops, you know who you are and you are just being. And everything is happening effortlessly for you. You no longer function in, as this helpless human who needs to do something to deserve living. You're just being and you're just fully enjoying life. Do you interact with people? Yeah. Do you still raise kids? Yeah. I have three. Do you cook? Yeah. Do you do? I don't, yes. But the work is not there. It's a living. 
and the money, money, health, or anything else that you need to fully enjoy this life and be supported comes to you magically. That's why I say awareness is magic because it just happens. That sounds really like a fantastic concept. (laughs) Where can people learn more about you? I think the best would be to go to my website, which is danielasulwanka.com. And if you can read my blog, I am. People can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, just putting my name in. I'm very, very rarely there that they can connect. If they want to send me a message, they can send me a message on Facebook or LinkedIn. Okay. Thank you very much, Daniela, for this fantastic conversation. My pleasure. This was another episode of Empowering Female Leaders. What are the questions and topics in female leadership that you are interested in? Let me know in the comments on YouTube and Instagram or join our LinkedIn group. I'm excited to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for new talks with inspiring women from all around the globe. Thank you for listening.